Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri, the host of the Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I'm so excited that you're here. I am so, 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 so pleased to everyone that came out to Wannabe Live Brand Builders Masterclass on Saturday. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal day. And it was just so much sharing, so much love, so much just so much of everything it was just an amazing day I'm so 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 pleased with how it turned out and it really did make me think about doing a few more because we gave out so much information that everyone found so useful so thank you to everyone that came along and thank you even if you didn't come along but you did like and retweet any of the posts I want to give a massive massive shout out to Dorcas of at Lethe Realm on Instagram make sure you go and follow at Lethe L-E-A F-Y-R-E-A-L-M on Instagram who supplied the dopest vegan food I have ever tasted. And I don't even like vegan food, but this was amazing and it was so tasty. So definitely go and follow her. Um, massive thank you for supplying all of the tasty treats on Saturday. Right. Also, thank you to Prisca too, who did a phenomenal job. So that's everything I have to say about what to be life for now. We will be releasing excerpts of that towards the end of season one of this podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by Danielle McDonald. She is the Clarity Architect and the founder of Brands of Colour, which is a leading and award-winning membership platform committed to helping black female entrepreneurs to step up, step out and own it. Uh, And, you know, just generally become more business savvy. She acts as a cornerstone for women by helping them build the foundations for a better business. In today's episode, we are covering finding your purpose and building a business around it, the importance of looking out for signs. And we also talk about execution and profitability while also covering the comparison trap and how to overcome it. You'll enjoy this one. Let's go. So let's talk about the Clarity Architect. Mm. What do you do for people who need to understand who need I'm guessing it's for people that need clarity <laughs> yeah but what, what do you do for people and why do you do that yeah well it's switched because brands of color since I launched it in 2006 that's now really taken over so my personal brand and what I was doing before in terms of working with people on a one-to-one group basis that's really shifted now and so brands of color is my focus but oh, wow, I've still okay. been able to 
bring that into brands of color and making sure that the women are members are supported in their business and they get in what they need, whether it be resources, tools, or, you know, just hopping on a call or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my baby now. Oh, wow. That's okay. My so baby. it's completely switched. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I still push out content through the Clarity Architect, <laughs> but it is, you know, just on that point, it's very much a case of, okay, someone may come to me and they're in a certain place and they're not necessarily too sure what the next step is. One of the things that I'm very good at is being able to help them break down that situation and being able to say, okay, right, these are the action steps that you need to take to get from A to B, as simple as it sounds. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, but it, that, that's really what the process is, but it's not doing it in a way where I'm, you know, giving them all the answers. Some people do just want the answers, but it's making them look at things from a different angle and a different perspective. Cool. Um, what would you say is your greatest achievement to date? What's made you like the most proud about what you've done? Brands of color for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brands of color. I didn't see it in the plan. That's beautiful though. That's kind of the best way. Yeah. (laughs) The thing that you never planned for becomes your greatest achievement. What, what about it has been so great? Like, is it the interactions? Is it more of the, the people that you've come to meet? Like Mm. what makes you love it so much? Brands of color is built on purpose and I love that you said that yeah it's built on purpose and if I just basically quickly explain because it will give more clarity to people who are (laughs) listening so you know for me it was I attended the Black Lives Matter march in 2016 always knew that I wanted to do the London one Yeah. yeah always knew that I wanted to do something in our community didn't know what it would be when it would be and so I went with a friend of mine and at the end I was like okay great we're going home we're all gonna have our dinner what's next what is next and so for me, I don't know if you got the message that went around on WhatsApp and it was about Tesco's, boycotting Tesco's yes, and Coca-Cola. And for me, I looked at it and I thought, okay, um, how is this going to be executed? How is this going to be measured? Are you going to be standing outside Tesco's, et cetera? What was the deal? You didn't provide any alternatives. Not you, but you know, the person didn't provide any yeah, alternatives. Yeah. And so for me, I just thought to myself, this is part of our problem. We don't necessarily always know as a people how to execute and measure things effectively Mm -hmm. and how to actually build profitable and sustainable businesses. And so that's really when I had a conversation from that point of going to the march and then on the Wednesday, I was walking down the road and I was saying to God, I'm challenging you to use me more. You're not using me enough. And lo and behold, as I was walking down the road, I needed body wash. What was the only place that was open? Tesco's. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I went to Tesco's, right? So, anyway, right? And so, um, As it happens. Yeah. And then on the Friday, I met with a friend and I said, look, this is what should have happened. And that's when I really presented the idea. And I said, I don't have time for this. I said it over and over again. I was doing a HR consultant kind of role for House of Fraser at the time. So mm-hmm. that was full time. And then I met with my family on the weekend and I said, you know what, this is my idea. What do you think? And they said, you know, we think it's an excellent idea. On my Sunday, I messaged my sister and I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And literally from there, four weeks straight, I worked like a mad woman to just get it off the ground and launch it because I didn't want to sit on it because I felt that the seed had been planted from that moment of me going to that march and then walking down the road. And then on Friday, God literally showing me, this is what you're meant to do. And so that's why I say to people, when I mention about purpose, it's, it's driven from that seed and there is so much more to it. I, I love and respect all of our members 
I love and respect our audience. Yeah. Sometimes they might think I'm a bit nuts when I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But I just want us yeah. all to win. Yeah. I want everyone to succeed. And for me, it's about not having anyone left behind. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love when people talk about their purpose <laughs> because it is actually like night and day compared mm. to someone doing something that they love and someone that just they just happen to have fallen into something they're rolling with it for now it's like a complete different that mm. like you you can buy into it you your soul like I want to be a part of this how do I do this <laughs> we'll talk after but um I did want to follow through on what you were saying about you know wanting everyone to win mm. and earlier before we started recording we were talking about this very briefly about this whole everyone winning how do you feel about this on a practical level mm. So I know you mentioned that this is something that you've personally dealt with. Um, and I mentioned that I have also personally dealt with this. But how do we truly go about getting feelings, feeling that people are winning and we feel good about it and not comparing ourselves to their wins or like comparing our losses to their wins? How do we go about doing that in an authentic way? How do you yeah. feel authentically happy for someone? Yeah. I would say probably in the beginning when I was in a space and, you know, that comparison was setting in, mm -hmm. I realized that it was because of all the noise around me. And for me, it was a case of, I need to silence this noise because it's not helping me. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling things from left, right and center, and it's not benefiting me because I'm creating something completely different. And so I think it's really getting in that space of understanding and knowing what is really contributing to you in the best possible way and whatever isn't get rid of it. I was in so many Facebook groups. I came out of Facebook groups. I came out of focusing on what the competition was doing. Where I started to look at is other people within different industries, because there's so much inspiration that you can get from that. Yeah. But I think in terms of, you know, when it comes to other people winning, you know, we had a conversation before and it's natural to maybe see someone do something and be like, oh, you know, it's, it, it's natural. But I think it's one of those things where you have to recognize that, there is always something on the other side for you that is great that you may not be able to see right now. And it's a case of actually maybe looking at that person and saying, do you know what? You actually, we never have a clue what someone has had to go through mm -hmm. and what their battles are to get to that point. So we may see it and be like, oh, you know, that's not fair. But do you know what they've been through in life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like seriously, we just never know. And so I think it's just... Finding inspiration. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. From that. So hard. So yeah. hard to do. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess you're right. It's about normalizing that little pang of, I guess, what would be jealousy or envy mm. or even just, oh, I don't even like that person, but cool. <laughs> They're just doing things. That's yeah. fine. But you're right. There's no, we never really know what it took for someone to get there. Yeah. Um, as cliche as that sounds sometimes, I think we all know on the, like a mental level, but like the emotional reaction is 
somewhat visceral for some. Yeah. So it's really tough to kind of make that mental like, wait, that switch off. Yeah. Um, how do we, so like you said, you came out of Facebook groups. Mm. So you then started looking at other businesses other industries like how did you go about doing that so was it just you just like oh I want to like find out what's happening in engineering like (laughs) how did you go about doing that you know it was looking at some of the companies that I admire so if I look at probably free businesses right now I think of like Amazon I think of Netflix I think of Tide Banking which I freaking love um you know and for me it's a case of looking at how they're evolving their business and that whole customer experience, because there is so much that we can learn from an innovation viewpoint from how other people are doing things. But it's also taking in what's happening when we visit different stores and stuff like that. So for example, it's um oh wasabi. Yeah, it is wasabi. I love wasabi. Yeah, me too. Love that place. Um what is it? What's the chicken? Um the katsu curry? Katsu, katsu, yeah, love it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and you know, I remember when I went in there and I was just looking around and figuring out what I wanted to get. And I thought to myself, look at that, pick a mix juicy. That's like frigging genius. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's one of them things. And then you think to yourself, okay, well, how can a brand look at that and make... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Be, you know, do something with that in their own way. That's not a beauty retailer. That's not a clothing retailer. It's food. So I think sometimes it's stepping away from the norm because if you take if you think about you know blockbusters for Mm -hmm. example and then obviously netflix and you look at that as an example if people were following that blockbuster model and they thought that's all it is you've setting yourself up to fail because that didn't last so sometimes where people are looking at certain companies now and thinking all right let's say fenty beauty for example yeah huge right amazing but don't focus on fenty beauty you need to focus on what you are meant to be delivering to your customers and what your brand is about. You're so right. And I I think you're, you nailed it with like the wasabi thing because now I'm mentally like walking through the store. <laughs> <laughs> 
now I'm hungry. But aside from that, like it is very aesthetically pleasing. It's very mm. clean lines. It's got like a very beauty counter type vibe actually in this wasabi, which is you're right. It's quite a yeah. unique innovation for them. Um, but also I think it, I wanted to touch on the, the Fenty Beauty and the following on from Blockbuster because everyone that came and just swept in terms of market share, like Uber completely ruined cabs like for everybody. <laughs> and yeah, Netflix did just, mm-hmm. Netflix has not even ruined like Blockbuster. They ruined like TV, like yeah. they just completely <laughs> flipped the script. And I wanted to touch on the whole element of noise because mm. I think even if you want to switch off, it's also not super practical. Mm. Um, so I'm always acutely aware of like who's in my space and how we view competition, I think varies from person to person. But how do you like then switch off without completely like going social media dark? Because Mm -hmm. I think that's really the icky part where you're, if you're in the same industry or in the same niche, industry news is industry news. Like it's always going to filter down to you. So how do you then filter it out in a way that is still kind of keeping you in the loop? Yeah. I think it's more a case of looking at how to collaborate with others who are in the same space of you as you, because it's not necessarily why whilst I mentioned competition, it is one of those things where, okay, just because someone's doing something similar as you or probably the same, that doesn't mean that you can't work together as one. If you think about, you know, this podcast is going to be airing a couple of months or what have you, but just eat and hungry house have just joined forces. Have they? Like, that's I thought mad. that was smart. Like, that's but smart. that's perfect. You just look at that and you think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. They were both competitors to each other and they've now seen the power of actually coming together as one and collaborating. Yeah. And I think that's really how people need to be looking at business now because things have shifted and evolved so much from, you know, where it previously was. I agree. I always thought Just Eat and Hungry House should merge. <laughs> like, I was like, this is stupid. You guys are doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> But I thought because one had like dominated the other, I was like, they probably don't see value mm. in it. Like, why would they when they don't need to? And I think that's how we view, like everyone's so individualistic now. Yeah. Um, and yet we're not being nourished. There's a, a real dearth in how we approach people, how we approach business. Business is still people. Mm. And it's very like, very clinical. It's very secretive. And I don't know if that's more of a UK thing um, than it is US, where I found people to be a little bit more transparent. And even in audio, we're finding that it's actually very collaborative, very open in yeah. the US compared to here where like everyone's super cagey. It's, there's break, there's some people breaking down those barriers, mm. but I guess it's because we don't know too much about the behind the scenes and no one's really showing the struggles or the difficulties. Oh, it's all gosh. of the highlight reels. You're just like, so you guys just woke up and were just great. <laughs> great. <laughs> like, so how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the highlight reels versus uh, like the behind the scenes slog that no one's showing? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Cause I was having a conversation with someone about this and we probably spend way too much time focusing on all the good but mm-hmm. actually what about the things that happen you know like you're saying behind the scenes you know I've had I, I've said to people before like 2015 was probably one of my hardest years that I can recall it was incredibly difficult it was literally a, a year where I I just thought to myself god me and you are done like I don't really see what this is about you know, how could you put me here? But it was one of those things where I had to actually accept responsibility for where I was at that point in my life Mm -hmm. and actually recognize that 
the results that I was getting as an individual was my responsibility. It wasn't anybody else's. So I actually needed to, what's the word, like change my position in terms of how I was approaching life and going about things. But yeah, I agree. I believe there does need to be a lot more openness. And also I think there does need to be a lot more of us actually being willing for each other to win and succeed. There's, there's just not enough of that right now. There really is. Things are shifting. Things are shifting. Yeah, you're right. There is some, some things, but I feel like, I don't know if this is your experience at all. Um, but I have, maybe it's because I'm so, I was so entrenched in black Twitter mm. <laughs> where, especially where if you're a young black business or a young black person and creative trying to achieve in this world, just, just trying to make it. Um, it there's almost like, I don't know, some people can pass through with almost great ease, but there's always, not always, but a lot of the times I'm seeing people find things to tear people down. Mm. Um, and I look at, I don't know if you saw this, but Steph London uh, recently, t- some tweets from like 2013 got brought back up um, where, where there were colorists, like colorism tweets. And it was it was very awkward and she denied it and whatever. But I thought, you know, why is someone going through this girl's popping right now? And fair enough, she probably shouldn't have said any of those things cool but this was 2013 people were a lot stupider back in the day and so why are we now dragging out people's old content to then call them out and dim their light like we're barely shining like can we just so for me I felt like that situation you could have privately messaged you could have emailed her team you could have found Mm -hmm. a way to communicate that back behind the scenes like oh by the way I was just being trifling and I found some stuff (laughs) (laughs) and I think you should delete it um, cause I know yeah. that you're on the rise right now. Like, I don't feel like those conversations, maybe those conversations are happening mm. and that, and they might, might be the majority, but I just find that maybe in, maybe I experience it more in our community cause I'm so in it, Yeah, but you can't get above a certain level or you can't go above your station before someone's like, you're, you're doing too much. Like we need to just take you down a notch. I don't know if that's your experience or if you've witnessed that at all, but that was yeah. just something that I, I think I've observed. So I'm not sure. Yeah. If that was something. No, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. I just think for me, I don't, I don't really put myself in the trenches out there like that, to be honest. I I really couldn't give a damn what X, Y, and Z is doing. I I just can't afford to put myself in that space. And so I I remove myself from that. But yeah, I agree. I, I think it's crazy to be bringing up stuff because if you think about, you know, I would say I evolve every single year, every single month, like even if it's in a small way. Yeah. And so there's probably been things that I've said in the past and now, yeah, it's completely different. I might do a podcast episode and I say one thing and then the next month I'm saying something else. Yeah. It's because I've evolved. <laughs> like allow people to grow and evolve. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's part of life. It's true. I think it's very, um, the industry is very interesting, especially in your creative and entertainment and that weird place where a lot of your big wins are very public um and yeah it's kind of tying back into that whole comparison trap like how much of this is coming from I don't feel like you deserve this because I deserve Mm. it more and yeah people do some really nefarious things yeah definitely when (laughs) when they don't feel like they're getting what they deserve um yeah but yeah I wanted to get an action Mm. from you for people that may be experiencing this comparison it's, I want to call it a plague because it's very, it can be very blinding 
you to like it's I know that it's debilitated me today like I felt it strongly that's why I was like when you said it I was like oh my god (laughs) I felt this today and I couldn't do anything else I felt very like taken in by it so what is an action that you would recommend that I can take and other listeners who might be experiencing the same thing yeah what can we do right now that can kind of help us like at least mentally just make that switch? Yeah, I think it's very much a case of doing and exposing yourself to things that make you feel good. And it's that simple. And whatever isn't, silence it and don't feel bad about that. Because until I guess you're ready to be in that space where you can unsilence it, then it needs to be silenced for now, even if it's just for a short while. Cool. Yes, I will keep that unfollow unfollowed <laughs> for a little while longer. <laughs> that, that's perfect. I really love Danielle's honesty on today's episode. On Wednesday, we'll talk about the start of her career in HR and building a successful business as a consultant. You can follow Danielle on Twitter at Ms. D. McDonald. That's M-S-D-M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. And you can find out more about Brands of Colour, a membership platform for black female entrepreneurs on Twitter at Brands of Colour. That's B-R-A-N-D-S-O-F-C-O-L-O-U-R. They've recently launched a podcast and you should definitely go and check it out. If you like how this podcast is made and you think that you can do what I do, then you need to reach out to the Shoutout Network by visiting shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. And we are so, so, so proud to announce that we have launched or at least announced our second annual Shoutout Live festival and we are giving all of the resources that we can muster to women's voices that's right it's shout out live radical women in podcasting we have got a phenomenal lineup that will be announced later this week so make sure you're following at shout out ldn on twitter for when the speakers drop and i'm telling you the lineup is sickening we have panels on production storytelling brands and partnerships we have panels on raising the next generation of female voices as well as how to use podcasting as a branding tool honestly it's just going to be such a sick day like i'm so excited about this event that you have to be there and it's tickets are super so the tickets are super limited like last year we had 800 people this year we've got nowhere near that capacity so You have to go to solivefestival.com. That's S-O-L-I-V-E festival.com. And you need to register because the ticket link will be private. That's right. It is private. So unless you're registered, you will not get sent the ticket link. And like I said, they're super limited. So make sure you head on over to solivefestival.com. Register. And as soon as tickets go live, it's first come, first served to everyone on that list. And trust me, we've got last year's list, which was over 800 people. We've got several events that we've had since. So you do not want to waste time. Make sure that you get a ticket this year because it's, like I said, the lineup is sickening. And yeah, we are going in on the upskilling of talent this year. Yes, men, you are allowed to attend, but the lineup is going to be heavily female. And if that makes you uncomfortable, well, tough. Right. You can follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at wannabepodcasts please do comment and tweet me. It's really nice to interact and communicate with you all. If you are enjoying this podcast, please do leave a rating and review on iTunes and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 